Welcome back. This is Real Estate Radio. I'm Jason Stubbs. Call us, Texas, 512-640-9610. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, talk 1370 AM every Sunday at noon. Also, KBVO at noon. we got a new show coming out uh, with, with myself, uh, Matt Lesper. Also, man, uh, like I had some folks uh, call and say that they'd recognize you on the, on the new show this Sunday. What do you think about that? From the police department? Nope, not from <laughs> not, not from the police department. No, FBI. I think you're from uh, the EPA. The, no, I think no, he was from no, the EPA. EPA, EPA is quite EPA. possible. Yeah. <laughs> Your buddies at the EPA, without a EPA. doubt. Well, uh, yeah, that's uh, Robert Winterbottom also in the in the background over there with, with uh, uh, Better Homes and Gardens, uh, Home City, and um, we're just having a good time. I mean, it's a good show, man. Um, yeah. Sean, we talk a little bit about co-signing. We talk about buyer rep agreements, um, all kinds of relative stuff that's been coming up to you know, coming up uh, on our end and, and in the industry recently. But uh, Matt, what's been going on in the old property management world? Well, so I'm going to bring it out and, and then back to it. Uh, we went on vacation last weekend and uh, took my fiance's kids, got out of town for a little bit and went to a really nice resort. Don't even tell. talk about it anymore because everybody's finding out. Well, you, you may not <laughs> want to go to this place. So, oh, really? So, okay. we, so we got we there. Go. The facility is gorgeous. The okay. view is incredible. Probably one of the nicest rooms I've ever had. Now it's modern, so it's stark. You know, it's right. not plush. It's not the Ritz, if you will. But right. but exquisite place. Mm -hmm. Couldn't get water at breakfast. They would come in and say, "What's your room number? What's your room number? What's your room?" I'm like, "How many? Can you just write it down? <laughs> like the breakfast is free. It's included. I don't even know why you're at. You just know. bring it." But. <laughs> After a week of this, I really started trying to pay attention, you know, because you learn from the environment, you learn from reading books right. and stuff. And so it's not just being in that forest. And the whole key was the facility was gorgeous. We wanted to change hotels to go to the Marriott because of the service. So why do people go to the Marriott? Do they go to the Marriott because it's the best hotel? No, it's not. Mm -hmm. It's nice. It's great. Mm -hmm. It's consistency of service. When you walk in the front door, you know what you're going to get. You know if you have a bad experience, they're going to do something to take care of you, even if it's let you go. These people told us, we told them we wanted to leave two days early, and they go, well, I have to talk to my manager, and he's got tomorrow off. Well, that was the last day we were there after <laughs> yeah. that. So pretty much I got you, and good luck. Yeah, exactly. Um, it, was, it was just a real good experience to take home back to the business and go, is the customer really getting the service? Because our facilities, you know, I've got a buddy in uh, South Carolina, and Good grief, man. His office looks like Z Gallery in a gymnasium. It is unbelievable. He's a state <laughs> senator. He's a wealthy businessman. He yeah. earned it all himself, yeah. so nothing against him. But you got to be jealous of this guy's office. And then right. you go to ours, and you're like, well, you got a good location, but this isn't too pretty, right? <laughs> and I always felt bad about that because I'm like, well, I want to I be pretty. Don't we all want to be pretty? The truth is it doesn't matter. Right. It's back to the service. Yeah. So I'm better off putting that money from the facility into staff. Definitely. And having people available. And mm -hmm. so one of our goals over the next few months, uh, we we hired two people. We uh, Two people yesterday. We made an offer today, and I've got one more next week we're deciding on. But the goal being when you call us within two business days, I can have you active on the market. So if I can deliver that versus the current norm, I can save you $500 before we've even exchanged money because of the time waiting to get on the market for right. most management companies. And it's not that they're bad people, but it's to get a photographer, to go assess the property, to get all the details. Well, a manager's in the office. A salesperson has more freedom to go do that kind of stuff right. because they're not in daily operations. Property managers in operations. So well, who goes to the properties to do that? 
a new salesperson. Well, if they're out at the property, then they're not selling new management contracts. Right. So it's this dilemma of, of how do you deliver that quality of service? And so we finally just said, we're going to staff six months in advance with a new position that'll be cross-trained on everything they can possibly do. And they're going to do nothing for six months except get people on the market and service properties in the field. So uh, kind of a long way service, to, to say how was the week, but it's it's all about service. I get it. I mean, you're in the service industry and out there sitting, you know, there in your beautiful, you know, resort. Your you said your room is nice. The place is probably Everything. clean. Um, it just it, it's hard to bear that, especially when you're in the service industry yourself. You just know when you ask for something, shouldn't you at least get an answer? Oh, yeah, I, I'd like a glass of water. Okay, and then they disappear and they never come back. <laughs> <laughs> Three times, you know, it's, and so it's not that you're asking too much. If you're a homeowner, you want to lease your property. I'd like it on the market. Well, isn't that kind of 101? Right. Well, especially because service should be the easiest thing to do. That's what I was like. Should be. I was in the service industry for a long time before I got a mortgage, ran restaurants, things like that. You know, there's a lot of places that I really like the food, but the service is terrible. I won't go back. So the service is so terrible because... But that should be the easiest thing to do, right? It's hard to find a good chef. It's not hard to find somebody to work a, you know, a $12 an hour job to make sure your water glass is full. So after watching this for days, you're right on. And we'd go by the kitchen. It was a glass wall. They'd wave. Super nice people. The food was great. Even the wait staff was good people. But what I came back to was there was no checklist. There was no appropriate training. They didn't know what to do. So they were just doing anything. Act like the Marriott. Well, yeah, but hey, yeah, but can, I get a, can I get a glass training? of water? Yeah, no I mean, you need I, a I checklist for that one? I don't disagree, uh, but then who is in charge of the water? Is it right. the hostess who came over and put something down because she was trying to help, and then she took some? It was just a hodgepodge well, of that's a where mess. you go do it yourself. But well, and that's what I started doing was just walking around. No, I mean that's like uh, yeah. You're gonna tell us where this place is off off. Uh, right? It's in Islamo Harris. <laughs> Super nice place. It's not a chain, but what is interesting if you want a chain is there's a uh, small boutique hotel called Zoetry, and there's one in Isla and one in Cancun. So we went to dinner there. And we were like, well, maybe it's the island, you know, because islands are different. Things are slow. So we took the golf cart and went down. We sat down. There was three people at the table as soon as we sat down. The manager came by three times to check on us. You know, the, your glass is half full and then it's full again because somebody's reaching over. It's all about service. What, you know? what do you think? What goes through your mind when a manager comes up to you at dinner, let's say here in Austin, and just checks on you? How's the food? Everything okay? Uh, I mean, to be honest, I think it kind of depends because there's a real difference between people that care and people that are at Chili's doing it because their checklist says it. Now, you know, engaging your employees emotionally. I think it's important either way. I mean, yeah, it's I do. I mean, I get, that's I one that, where I won't get I get you. that feeling like, you know what? I mean, at the end of the you night, know, if you're you know late the, and you're in there, that chef will start poking around a little bit. Now the chef, you know who's the that's best? different. Yeah. I love it when yeah, the chef right, or even exactly. the, you know who the, you know who the, I think the best is at that in all of Austin? Who? Lupe Tortilla. Lupe, I mean, you see, you know either, why? Because you see they're from the, Houston, and you Houston see understands the GM. Houston does have good. You either see you. the GM or one of the partners. I mean, every single time. I'm still trying to every wrap single. my head around that Matt goes to Chili's. Well, well, you know, <laughs> when you got to stop in Bastrop, you got to stop somewhere. <laughs> hey, you know what though? But why? You know, but here's the thing. But I'll Sorry. tell you this though. You know, talking about servicing, why do you go to Chili's? Right? Because you can go to Chili's in Bastrop, Texas, or you can go to Chili's in. Hillsboro, New Jersey. Product. It's consistent. It's you're going to get that same burger. You know so, the burger and, you're going to get. It's not even about it's, me. It's, I'm, if we're plugging, I mean, Pluckers yeah. is the same thing. Exactly. Any, plucker, any Pluckers you go to is yeah. going to be consistent, whether exactly. it's South mm -hmm. Austin, North Austin, or it's Louisiana. I've been to all of them. It doesn't yeah. have to fit me as a consumer, consistent. but whoever yeah. that consumer base is, it hits it every yeah. time on the mark. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. It's 
it blows. Like I said, I think it's probably because my background in restaurants, but it blows my mind when you go to some of these places and they just. Well, we're all in service. Terrible. All of us sitting here in service. Yeah, we're we're, we're in service industry still. Yeah. I mean, pulling it back Absolutely. to real estate yeah. as far as a real estate agent goes. Yeah, service is the easiest thing that we can do and provide. I mean, the number one thing that that people want out of their real estate agent. Everybody knows that, right? Find yeah. me a home. Yeah. Find me a home. So giving them that service and going out there and doing searches, finding what they need, it's it's very easy to do. Just go do it. Without a doubt. And it's like, uh, you know, it, it, all these places can have the good intentions of delivering a certain level of service, but you got to pay for execution. You know what I mean? I mean, if there's not enough people to open Absolutely. the doors for you at the Marriott, I guarantee you those folks are going to hire. Well, They'll and, make yeah. sure. But those think about managers, how much those GMs will go do it. Think about the money invested in training because yeah. you don't see training as a consumer. Right. You see the person standing there, you see a nice carpet, a nice facility. You don't see hours and hours that it took to even develop the training programs. That's I, to me, that's where the bread and butter is because mm -hmm. you develop that the rest happens. Mm -hmm. But if you're not spending time and money and attention to the back end, the front end doesn't work. So, I mean, getting back full circle. So, I mean, you, you've hired some folks to come out for, you know, j just for the sole purpose of you being able to deliver a, ser a service that you think gives you an edge to you know, your competitors, I mean, what, what's an average, you know, time that, that folks take to, you know, get homes on the market? You know, I would say anywhere from a few days from a one person shop who has no business to honestly in the peak season, mm -hmm. it wouldn't surprise me if it took 10 days to two, two weeks, weeks in Austin. That's kind of what I was thinking, 10 days, two weeks. And at that point, I mean, you've got to, you know. But you've wasted a thousand dollars. And so, you know, we can use excuses all day long and say, well, we're busy. The consumer doesn't care. Mm -hmm. Consumer doesn't care if I'm busy. Exactly. They don't care if it's a peak. It's my job to just spend the money and hire up and train people so that they're available. And obviously there's things that get in your way, you know, like, oh man, you just, the, uh, the biggest one is or, the consumer's not ready, honestly. They okay. think they want their house on the market gotcha. and they go, I'm ready to get this on the market today. And you show up and you go, no way. holy guacamole, you didn't tell me this place was a disaster zone. Yeah. I, there's no way I can even photograph mm -hmm. this. You wouldn't, by the way, do you have a sense of smell? Yeah. Because you can't let people in here. You know, uh -uh. What, and, and these things come out later. You mean the average renter doesn't want cigarettes and cat urine? I mean, oh, you know what I mean? We've all smelled it. Yeah, oh. but, but it's up to us to then deliver our job. Now, mm -hmm. if they're not ready, that's not on us, but I can't make excuses um, if we're not delivering. I know it's not on appraisals. Let me ask you this, Robert. When, you, if you, when you're the listing on the listing side, mm -hmm. do you generally tell your sellers to make sure the house looks pretty nice and in order when the appraiser comes through? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. love, I, yeah. I, we got one this last week and it was just like, it was so clear that the seller gave zero Fs. They did. I mean, either that or maybe the, uh, the guy sprung on them at the last minute because this house looked like a bomb had gone off. Like it didn't look like they even like put their toothbrush back in the toothbrush holder when they left that morning. I looked at, I mean, luckily Socks there was, on the floor. Yeah. Dishes there was, in the sink. Yeah. I mean, the, luckily we got the value, but I could, I mean, you never know if it's one of these close situations where you're trying to push the, Push the limits. It, yeah, it was. I hate to say it, but that agent should have coached them to to do what they needed to do. Correct, right? That's so, exactly again, why I asked. Makes back to service that. again. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, you. you <laughs> I, I, last thing I want to do is get to, close to closing, and we got an appraisal come out, and it's like it doesn't praise because it looks horrible. So yeah, you, you can also go the other way with that. Like, oh, I'm not ready for the appraiser to come over. I'm not ready for the. I mean, they think like you got to paint, you got to. I mean, it, you know, well, there, there's a certain VA standard. Especially. Yeah, there's a certain standard that you're looking to keep it within. But we got to cut it right there, Sean. We appreciate you um, and what you do for this show. Also, special thanks to uh, Coulter Bowman with Mojo Creator. Um, 
Also, Matt Lesper, 1836 Property Management. We appreciate you. More to come with all of these folks and myself. I'm Jason Stubbs. This is Real Estate Radio. More to come. See you soon. NRL Mortgage is an equal housing lender. NMLS number 181407.